Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Monday, April the 25th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and we have some big news here at DFS Coach Talk. We are putting a special offer out there to all of our loyal listeners and watchers on uh, on um, YouTube, those that listen to us through our podcast landing sites. Uh, we are going to post a link on Twitter today at 11 a.m. Eastern that is going to offer all of our listeners a free five-day membership at Coach Talk. We want to get the word out there during this NBA playoffs, during the MLB baseball season, and in the heart of the uh, PGA season, to let everybody that enjoys Coach Talk or listening to Coach Talk uh, to give us a try. So very excited to see a bunch of you jump in our Discord today. Uh, just go to our uh, Twitter after 11 a.m. Eastern today, Monday, April 25th. We're at DFS Coach Talk. And you'll see our man Colin is going to be posting uh, that link and the information for jumping in and joining our community. We're going to have a lot of fun this week uh, with a bunch of people in there that have enjoyed Coach Talk the last couple of years and that have been wanting to give us a try or come back that have, were with us before. So very, very excited about that. And please keep an eye out that, for that uh, today. We also, uh, over the weekend, uh, announced and have started our own internal uh, DFS Coach Talk-driven projections on ownership for NBA and MLB. So we have created uh, and spent a lot of time on this. Hats off to uh, Mike S. And, and Colin Chach and our man Brett Trimble, everybody that's worked on this internally. Uh, we'll be posting those in our exclusive Discord. We wanted to launch those while we were doing this free uh, five-day trial uh, for everybody so they can get a, a full feel for what we do here at Coach Talk. Uh, very excited about that, but we need to get into the NBA today. This is the NBA show. We're going to look at all three NBA games today from a DFS standpoint. And then we're going to translate that into some prize picks plays as well. We'll update those as the podcast goes on so we get the latest uh, prize picks plays. Speaking of prize picks, they are the presenting sponsor of this podcast. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up by using the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you get a match dollar for dollar all the way up to 100 bucks. So you can't beat it. Uh, you join first time deposit with prize picks, use the promo code coach talk. Let's say you're going to put in 35 bucks. Guess what? They match that 35 bucks and you get to play that right in your account. It's not dripped in there slowly. It's put right in and you can go after it. So very excited uh, for, for everybody to give that a try. We've been really having a fantastic prize pick season uh, thus far. All right, let's talk about this schedule today. Uh, three great games coming up. We have a 7 o'clock game with Boston and Brooklyn, where Boston is trying uh, to go for the sweep. They are up 3-0. Then we have an 8 o'clock game where Toronto is at Philly. It's a closeout game for Philly as well. They're up three games to one. And then we've got a tied series at 9.30. The last game is Utah at Dallas. 
And that series is tied at 2-2. So let's dive into this. Very first game, we're going to go that 7 p.m. game. It's the Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn's favored by one. So interesting that they're still favored at home, even though they're down 3-0 in this series. It's a 2-20 total. 109 and a half implied for Boston, 110 and a half uh, for Brooklyn. It is all hands on deck for both teams, except the disappointing news that Ben Simmons was not going to return. Every indication was that he'd give this game uh, a try, but I guess the back is sore. Uh, Who knows what the situation is with him, but everybody else is a go here. uh, So we'll see how this pans out. Couple of things of note here. Uh, just wanted to bring these back up. We went through them through the regular season, but just as a reminder, what these two teams did as far as pace and defensive efficiency throughout the year. When you're determining which games here you want to stack, if any, uh, there's only a 10 point total difference between the three totals today. So it's not going to be anything very dramatic. But Boston played slow throughout most of this season at 24th. Brooklyn faster than average at 10th. And what we've seen, the difference maker in this series, Boston is the second rated defensive efficient team in the league. And they have done a fantastic job on Brooklyn, specifically on KD. Uh, Brooklyn right in the middle of the pack, 15th. So let's go back to this very last game that Boston played Brooklyn when they went up 3-0 on uh, Brooklyn's court. A couple of things. Jason Tatum was absolutely ridiculous. He got up 29 shots, 13 for 29, shot a cool 45%, hit four threes, and he did everything else. He shot 90% from the foul line, five rebounds, six assists, six steals. How about that? So, I mean, he was a smash spot, and he got it done. No reason to think he can't repeat that. He played 44 and a half minutes. No doubt they'd love to close out Brooklyn, get the sweep, and have a little rest going into that next series. So uh, certainly a a great play. Al Horford logged 28 minutes, a very subpar game. He only got two shots up. Uh, Daniel Tice was down to 17. Jalen Brown uh, got 37 and a half minutes. Uh, 23 points to be the second uh, guy to Tatum. Marcus Smart checked in, you know, 15 shots, 38 minutes. I'll take that for his price. Only two for 10 from three. So hopefully some more of those will go through, but a decent stat line. After that, it was just a plug and play guys. Grant Williams got a really high 32 and a half minutes. So that's something to keep in mind. He did get seven shots up. Wasn't overwhelming, but the minutes were there. Uh, The three guys that really didn't get enough to contribute that much were Derek White, Peyton Pritchard, and then surprisingly Robert Williams, who came off the bench, did absolutely nothing uh, 15 minutes. So that's the question here. You know, is he just a shell of himself? Were they easing him back in? Um, We'll be checking out all of the coach speak and beat writer info to see if they're going to ratchet his minutes up at all. I'm not expecting him to get more than 18 to 20 minutes max, and I don't think uh, that's enough to get it done on a slate like this. So again, your your usual suspects here, Tatum being your number one choice, 
and then Brown and Smart really being the three guys uh, that you want to go to. If you want to save a little money, possibly a Horford, Grant Williams, you know, but after that, the bigs just uh, right now for them are just too unsettled. So uh, that's really the, the look on the Boston side. The Brooklyn side, you know, the, the entire story of this uh, series is how Boston has defended Kevin Durant. I can't remember in his career, and I believe he's 17 years in the league, I don't remember a series where he's been this stymied. I mean, the guy is just struggling. He's got so many turnovers. They're doubling him. They're, you know, they're blitzing him. They're posting him. They're beating him up. And, you know, really, I don't know if it's a combination of just phenomenal defense from Boston, which they have played, or maybe KD's getting just, you know, the body can only take what the body can take. And he's been playing 40 minutes his whole career. So maybe that pounding that they're putting on him where he could rise up above it in the past just isn't there. Now, you know, maybe yelling, hey, coach, that's three games. Come on, man. Don't don't put, uh, you know, KD's career in the in the grave already. I'm not saying that he could come back and have a nice game here. But, you know, in the biggest situation here. Uh, to go down 3-0 and be staring at a sweep, and he only went, he only got 11 shots up, and he has as many turnovers as he does field goals uh, in this series. So it is shocking. I mean, he played 46 minutes again. It's just incredible the minutes this guy has logged at this point in his career, but he just didn't get it done. So the big question is, you know, can he break out of that? We know he can. But I have not seen anything in these three games to show that Boston is going to back up on this defense, and it's working. They're trying to make somebody else beat them. So the KD at that price, you know, is it's difficult because of the way Boston's defended him. Uh, but certainly, you know, would not blame me if you wanted to give him one last try. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Bruce Brown's been getting 40 minutes, and if he's going to do that, would you believe he got up 19 shots? You know who led Brooklyn in shot attempts this last game? Bruce Brown. Not Kevin Durant, not Kyrie Irving. It was Bruce Brown. Is that going to happen again? I would bet a lot of money that it won't. But that's not the point. He got 40 minutes. They need him in there. He's getting shots up. You know he rebounds. You know he gets you stocks. Two steals and one block in this game. Bruce Brown at his price, it's not as cheap as it was, seems like just a very, very good play, uh, just the way they're utilizing him in this series. I don't believe it's a trap. He's been doing it consistently. Uh, the guys that have been inconsistent that I'm not looking at, Drummond did 15 minutes, Claxton 20 minutes, and Blake Griffin, they dusted off for eight minutes. So forget about that. Not even going to comment any further. Want no part of that into the horrible dilemma. Seth Curry got 34 minutes, only got eight shots up though. And two threes, you know, you need more out of him because he's not going to get you the other stuff. One rebound, two assists, you know, just not enough. He's not super cheap, but playable. Kyrie's probably the guy. I mean, I went with him last time. He was only six for 17. Six made field goals is not going to get it done. You know, we see him do that a quarter very often. 0 for 7 from 3 is very unusual. So, you know, that's going to improve 100% from the line again, which is always consistent. 
he did get nine assists in there and three steals uh, and a block. So Kyrie, very high on my list. I think they're saying, hey, Kyrie, you know, go ahead, try to score 50 on us and beat us because we're taking KD away. And he wasn't able to do it this last game, but he is definitely uh, on my radar without question. So that's what uh, that's what we're looking at in this game. Um, I think that, uh, you know, that really breaks it down pretty well. All right, let's go to this 8 o'clock game. It's the Toronto Raptors and Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia is favored by 7.5. It's only a 210 total. 101.25 implied for Toronto and 108.75 for Philadelphia. Um, this is the game that has the only questionable player on this slate. We pretty much know exactly what we're going to get in these three games, except for this one guy. And he is truly questionable. And that's Fred Van Vliet. If Van Vliet plays, you know, Toronto's a little bit of a different team. If he can play at a decent, you know, level. Um, but that's the only guy other than Philly, just Bassey is out, which isn't uh, an issue there. So we do know though, that, you know, Joel Embiid is playing with a completely torn thumb ligament, which is no fun. That hurts. I've done that. Uh, and it's really hurts. And I have pain now all these years later because of uh, that. So good, get ready for old age someday, Joel, and feeling that thumb injury. But the bottom line is this. Um, is he going to play at a good enough level with that thumb injury to pay off his tag. And that's the big decision today because you, you know, you've got Tatum Embiid, and Luca really as the three big dogs. And can you afford two of them? Possibly. Uh, it makes it tough on the value guys, or you, you choose one of them and roll with it. Um, Donovan Mitchell's close to getting into that group. So, you know, if you only go with one, maybe he's your second guy, but that's the big decision-making process. And, you know, so let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, during the season, um, Toronto was 25th in pace, Philadelphia 26th. So that tells you, you know, these teams aren't going to push it. That's why you only have a 210 total. But you don't have to, you know, not play this game because the last game's only 213. That first Boston Nets game was 220. And those that series was supposed to be higher scoring than it's been. So, you know, DFS points aren't going to be super available and easy uh, on this slate. You're going to have to really find the guys uh, that are going to step up. And then defensively, you've had two fine defenses here, too. 11th and 12th, certainly better than average. And they've shown that in stretches uh, without question. So a couple of things we can look at here is you know what what has been happening lately in this series what do the numbers look like and uh you know with with both teams at full strength other than the fact that we don't know a hundred percent if uh if van vliet's gonna play that's the news we have to follow uh throughout the day because uh that's gonna that's gonna definitely affect usage and rotation there let's look at that toronto team first uh, Van Vliet played, but he only played 14 minutes last time. So that's that's the wild card that we'll follow very closely. Gary Trent played 39 minutes and got up 20 shots, and he's not expensive. So he is a target, uh, especially if Van Vliet's going to be down or uh, not uh, playing at 100%. So Van Vliet, 
certainly a high priority here. Um, Pascal Siakam is in the same boat. He's 43 and a half minutes, got up 19 shots, and he's going to get you rebounds and some stocks. So Siakam, Trent, one, two for me. Um, I was disappointed in OG Ananobi. He went three for 13, which isn't going to cut it. And he usually gets you a decent amount of stocks. He only had one still, no blocks. A uh, little disappointing, but he did get 31 and a half minutes. Still a, uh, still a guy that I will consider uh, on this slate. The guys that I'm not looking at, I want no part of Kem Birch. I'm not playing Scotty Barnes. You can play him if you want, but he is playing on one leg. The, the guy has a really bad ankle. He played 25 minutes, only got one of six. Uh, shots up, but he did have 11 rebounds. So, I mean, I get it. If he's really taped up and plays hard, he could be a steal. I just don't know. You know, he's one tweak away from being out of the rest of the game, and I'm not going to take that risk. Some of the, the minutes were uh, eaten up by Precious Achua and Thad Young. Uh, not comfortable, though. Chris Boucher as well, 19 minutes. So, you know, that there's a lot of risk there. I'm sure there's some reward if Boucher, Young, or Chua or Barnes is able to play well. I just think the risk does not out, you know, weigh the uh, the uh, reward. So I'm going to stick with the, the main cogs here in Siakam, Trent, and Ananobi, and then we'll follow the Van Vliet news. On the Philadelphia side, again, your big decision is going to be Embiid. He did play 39 minutes, so you know it's not his wind or lower body. So as long as he can take the pain with the thumb, you know this is a closeout game. Uh, he could play 40 minutes; it's not uh, an impossibility here. He did get 16 shots up, had eight rebounds. He looked okay. He didn't look great, but you know maybe 75%, 80% of Embiid is good enough, and um, he certainly will be in consideration with the three big payups here, but I'm going to try to read a little bit more uh, on this thumb, how it's feeling today. You know, if it, if he feels like it's going to limit him at all, make sure that docs, you know, with them being up three, one, isn't going to try to get him any more rest. I don't think they will though, because the ligaments already torn. He can't damage it more. It's just a matter of his pain tolerance from what I understand. So I do think his minutes are pretty safe unless he really jams it and he just can't stand the pain. So uh, definitely still considering him. The other spots you can go, of course, are your other two big guys. Harden at 42 uh, minutes did get 17 shots up and nine assists. So he's been getting dogged quite a bit uh, by the media and stuff that is, you know, he's not the same guy. His career's waning. You know, I don't believe in poking the bear. So Harden's actually on my list today. I think he's going to be a little pissed. I think he wants to close out this series, and I think he wants to pick up the slack from this injury to Embiid. So if I don't do the pay up for Embiid, I'm seriously considering Harden, who I have not rostered in this series thus far. But again, you know, that poke the bear theory for a guy, you know, with a Hall of Fame guy like Harden is not something advisable. Um, so he will be in consideration. Tobias Harris is the other guy, played almost 41 minutes, only got 12 shots up, but was very efficient, 7 for 12, 11 rebounds. He's a steady force, not the most gigantic ceiling anymore, 
uh, with this squad, but still very steady and, and a smart play. Not interested in Danny Green at 27 minutes, two for 10 from the field. Not a lot of periphery. I just don't recommend him. Uh, a lot of people play him. I just can't go there. Tyrese Maxey had a disappointing game. Uh, four for 12 was all from the field, but he did get 39 and a half minutes, and he will get you some rebounds and assists. So Maxey, again, in that mix, depending on which way I go. Any of the bench guys, there's like three or four of them, don't want anything to do with Milton, Yang, Reed, any of those guys. All right, before we go to this third game real quickly, if you want to join us, this is the time to do it. You take a look today. Uh, it's going to be free for five-day membership. At 11 o'clock, the announcement, the link will go up. Go to Twitter, at DFS Coach Talk. Come on in, join us for the next five days, uh, and we're gonna you get everything we've got, all of our projections for ownership, our NBA, our PGA, our MLB uh, will all be there. So if you're longtime listeners and you haven't taken the leap to try uh, try us out, no excuse now. It's free. Jump in our Discord. We'd love to chat with you in there, get to know you, hopefully get to know our community and really enjoy what we bring forward. So uh, please do that today, and we'll look for you in there. I'll be scouting out Discord uh, to answer any questions throughout the day and evening today. Um, if uh, our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks, go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code COACHTALK, and they'll match a dollar for dollar on the first $100 deposit or less, up to 100 All right, Utah, Dallas, you know, a game close to my heart. My man Dirk's very upset about that last loss. It should be 3-1 Mavericks, but shoulda, coulda, woulda is not something that gets it done. This is now a three-game series because it's 2-2. It's back in Dallas. Dallas has the home court, so that is a positive. Uh, but And we expect Luka to be in good form and ready to go, starting, doing his thing. You know, last game, everybody was worried about, you know, can he play on that strain calf? He got almost 35 minutes in, 30 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, two steals. So it's Luca. Uh, probably going to be the highest owned player on the on the board. Uh, I don't think people are afraid of the injury now that they saw, you know, how well he played in that first game back. And he is, you know, the heart and soul of this team and probably deserves to have the most ownership because he does carry the team. Really is a must win for the Mavericks. They cannot go down 3-2 and have to go back to Utah. So Luka's certainly uh, very high uh, on that list. The guys that I'd consider with him, of course, uh, Jalen Brunson has just been a magician out there. He got 18 shots up. So even though Luka was back, he's still firing and leading this squad. His price is a little bit rougher. And it's hard if you're spending that on Luca, because the problem is in this game, we'll go back and look at that number. It's Dallas by three and a half. 213 is the total. So it's low as well. 104.75 implied for Utah. 108.25 implied for Dallas. Uh, no injuries of note here. We know Forrest is out for Utah. Hardaway out for Dallas and Nidalekina questionable, but he is not in the rotation. So, you know, full force teams here going at it uh, again. And, you know, other than, than uh, 
Jalen Brunson, Reggie Bullock has been getting absolutely monster minutes. How about 45 minutes and 40 seconds he played the last game? That you know, that alone in the minutes equal money scenario is playable. I mean, he only got nine shots up, but he did get seven rebounds. And you know, he's gonna usually get you some steals. He did get a block, uh, but certainly playable at his price. Um, if you know, if you're not gonna go Doncic and Brunson, you know, I wouldn't stack really, I wouldn't take any more than two from any team. I think the way this sets up. There's no team that's going to score 245 points and you have to have a three or four man stack. This looks like a really just calculated build for those that are hand building like I am. You know, you're going to I'm going to look for one offs, two man groups in these teams and just try to find the most accurate spots, hit the best value plays, make sure the buy ups are the correct buy ups. And I think you can put together a really strong team. Bullock's certainly one of the guys you can consider there. Dwight Powell only took three shots, three dunks on alley-oops from Luka. Uh, 23 minutes. Uh, you know, a little nerve-wracking because he does split with Maxi Kleba, who got 18. So that makes me not want either one of them, to be honest with you. No part of Jeff Green, Davis Bertans, no. So really, it, it comes down to... Do you want to take a flyer if you're going cheap with Reggie Bullock or Dorian Finney-Smith? Dorian Finney-Smith will get you some stocks as well. Only got seven shots up. So there is there is a bad floor for Bullock and Smith. But there's also a decent ceiling, not a huge one, but decent because they're going to get 40 to 45 minutes like they have been. So it's worth the consideration. The guy that took the biggest fall with Luka back, and he has done that, is Spencer Dinwiddie because he's basically Luca's backup. He only got 23 minutes, only two for nine from the field. So at his price, pretty much, you know, with Luca back and Brunson in there, very, very hard to dial up Dinwiddie. He's important to the Mavericks, but not important, I don't believe, to us in the DFS sense. Um, all right, let's look at the Utah Jazz side of this. Um, let's talk also about what these two teams did during the regular season, if I didn't mention it already. 22nd for Utah, 30th for Dallas in pace. So we know that these two teams are super slow. So, you know, does that mean you go a little bit more for Boston, Brooklyn here? That might be my highest owned game. It is the biggest total by a little bit. And, you know, I just be would be shocked if Brooklyn lays down and just gets uh, crushed by Boston for a sweep. So we will see. But anyway, that pace does not excite you. The defense is not a good sign either. Sixth for Dallas, 10th for Utah. So, you know, we expected this to be a, a grind and grit kind of series. And uh, it pretty much has been, except for the blow up game for um, uh, our man Brunson early on. Um, Utah. You know, Bogdanovich only got 10 shots up this game. Uh, he's dangerous because he can make a bunch of shots. Did get over 38 minutes, but, you know, price is decent. Uh, but there is a floor there that's that's worrisome. Uh, you know, Gobert, they played off the court in a lot of spots, but you know he's still going to get rebounds. He only got eight shots up, which is pretty normal for him. But in 32 minutes, he did grab 15 rebounds. So you're going to get the rebounds. Uh, there's no doubt. 
No steals or blocks for, for Gobert this last game, which is unusual. A uh, little concern with his price that he's going to get enough minutes. They do go with Whiteside, and they've used Pascal a little bit as well at the bigs. And Hernan Gomez has been getting a few minutes. So not as excited about Gobert as I've been. Really, the, everything starts and finishes with Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he played 38 minutes again. He got up 21 shots. He's been getting over 20 shots consistently. And some of those were open threes and that didn't go in. He was only two for 10. But he does get your rebounds, assists, steals. Only had one turnover as well. So great play. Definitely the best play by a mile for uh, Utah here. And, you know, I don't blame anybody if they want to go Luka versus Mitchell and move on to the other games. I mean, those are the two guys that are going to get all the big shots. They're going to get the shots down the stretch in the fourth quarter. And I think this game should be close enough. Vegas thinks so as well uh, to make this, uh, 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 you know, those two guys being chalky and deservedly so. Uh, I will say Jordan Clarkson got up 16 shots and got 36 minutes off the bench. He's been producing recently. He had a bad year, but that's a guy that you can get on the cheap uh, that can get it done for you. He certainly did this last game. Uh, Conley, you know, I, I'm not going to go there, uh, but, you know, 24 minutes, he's okay, but he does rise up in these bigger games, so he's not the worst play on the board. All right, that is it. Those are the three games. That's the breakdown. Gives you a little feel for what they've done in recent games, what we're looking that they are going to do today. Um, and it's going to be a big night. You've got two possible closeouts. Uh, you've got some tough decisions to make with some of the payups. Um, and what we're going to be doing is following this very closely in Discord throughout the day. If you're listening to this, you'll probably be in Discord with us this afternoon. You'll get to see our ownership uh, projections that will drop at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you'll get to see our all of our information with Crash and Mike S. for the MLB. Uh, I'll be in there for NBA. And then uh, we'll start chatting tomorrow and, and uh, posting a podcast on Wednesday for the PGA. So it's a great week to be a part of us, especially when it's free. Gotta love free. We love that. And we get some big giant winners this week. We'll be sharing again if you join us. You know, we give core plays. We give some full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo that you can tweak or uh, pivot from. You know, just all the options and insight that we can give you, we will share. So check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. If you have any questions directly for me, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And... Uh, Look forward to seeing you in there, and we'll be welcoming you with open arms to the Coach Talk family. So have a wonderful day. I uh, really hope you enjoyed this podcast and it helps you take this slate down. I think it's a good slate with some great potential. Uh, there's no games that you have to avoid or stack in particular, so it's going to be a really good even slate where we have a chance to hand build and take some stuff down. So Thank you so much for listening in. Appreciate all the hard work behind the scenes, scenes from our team. Um, Brett Trimble and Colin Chachoff and um, our, our man Mike S. And, of course, Crash and Deb. And uh, I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, I don't know. 
but uh, they're going to let me know, I'm sure. But our whole entire team has just been doing a fantastic job, and uh, it's because of them we're able to bring this to you every day. So appreciate you. Thanks for listening in, and we'll catch you here on the other side in Discord. And then we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS. And wait a minute, I forgot my prize picks place. I was that close to not giving you my prize picks place. So let's do this. Let's reverse the engine, hit the tires, whatever we want to call this. This is hilarious. I'm going to click on and get the very latest prize picks. Make sure that my lines are still on there because I do have two plays to give you today. And I'm, I can't believe that I almost forgot. All right, here it is. Are you ready for play number one? It is James Harden, the beard himself, over 21 and a half real points. I love this play because I think, like I said, you know, he's heard the scuttlebutt that his career is pretty much done. He's on the, the last legs of it. I, I think he steps up, especially with that thumb uh, ligament issue with Embiid. You know, this this smells like a 25 to 30 point game for me. So I think he goes over this 21 and a half number pretty easily. So that's play number one. My other play is in PRA. And let's see what we've got there to make sure that it is up. Um, is that up yet? Yes, it is, I think. No, it's not up. Okay. We will look at this later. There is the possibility that Luca will be involved in a PRA play. He is not up right now. So I'm going to give you my secondary PRA play, and then I'll share the Luca one with you once that is posted. It is the Kyrie Irving experiment. He didn't get it done for us in one of the games here recently, but he's a, he's a talent. And I just, I think at 36 and a half PRA, he can get you a bunch of assists. He'll chip in with some of those crashing the boards, rebounds, because he looks to uh, push the ball off of that. And I think he scores. I mean, Boston's not going to let up on beating up Durant. And he's got to be the guy that drops, you know, 30 some real points. So if he's going to get us 30 real points and we only need six and a half, additional PRA for rebounds and assists. I feel great about that. So very confident in those two plays, Harden and Kyrie. Once we determine what that Luca number is, we'll add that one in Discord. So almost forgot it. I'm sorry, guys. Just so excited about all the news today and everything going on. Uh, but there you go. There are your two prize picks plays. That should take care of everything. And now we can look to say thank you for joining in. Hit that thumbs up on the way out. Hit the subscribe button and hit the little button on the upper corner so you know when any of our podcasts post. Thanks so much for listening in. Have a phenomenal Monday. It is going to be a great week here at DFS Coach Talk. And we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.